like to have it decent so I can hear the levels. Yeah. All right. Welcome to the budgeting for another week. Well, actually, this is, I guess this is the first official. Yeah. Not, no Wanderers bludgeoning part, whatever. This is well, the bludgeoning. I think what, what we should do, we already switched everything over. Like, we're officially the blood the bludgeoning podcast. Yeah. yeah. But not to murder the Wanderers into oblivion. No. We can do the Wanderers here and there like we planned on doing the bludgeoning. We just kind of just kind of swap. Just flip-flopping. Yeah, so this is the main one. If and you're going to do a... Like a random guest. A random guest we'll or, do the, or pop culture kind of thing. That then. way I didn't waste money on like rendering those intros and <laughs> buying that yeah. almond logo. They <laughs> stole it from you first, right? Well, the uh, what I found out is the website that I licensed it off of only licenses it in the color scheme. So uh, someone else can license a different color so the, scheme. So that almond milk didn't actually steal <coughs> nothing from you. No. It's just the company you rendered it from was uh, sketchy. Yeah. You mean... That's why, I, that's why you got to design your own shit. Yeah, and that's what I did. Yeah, that's I, what we did for I the budget. I spent like a uh, good four, four hours making that skull. I'm pretty proud of it. Yeah, it looks pretty dope. I'm a big sucker for black and white color schemes, too. Yeah, me too. Simplistic. Yeah, it's very metal. Very black metal. <laughs> yeah. And so. uh, it was a pain in the ass, though. Because, like, the brushes I used had a bunch of, like, it wasn't, like, clean breaks. It was, like, there was a bunch of fucking dust, so I had to go and... In Photoshop? Clean it up, yeah. But, anyways. Speaking of, uh, you just you just swearing there made me, uh... Earlier today, we were chatting in a group chat <laughs> about our trip to Heavy MTL. And you were putting stars on your, all your swear words? I was you like, don't know what that is? No. I found Jesus. Oh, no. yeah, yeah. No, I was uh, driving, and that's text-to-voice. It censors it automatically. Oh, really? Yeah. It doesn't on my phone. It does on mine. I don't know if I can go in and change, like, parental settings, probably. That's so weird. I also just switched all my stuff from one email to the other. Like, I think if you're okay with saying fuck, you're okay with typing fuck. Google should know, like, how many times you've said fuck. And it should be like, oh, this this guy's all right. Yeah, like I'm never trying to tell somebody, man. I'm really I'm taking a big old shot. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'll be out in a second. I'm just here taking a shot. You know what I mean? Every yeah. time, every time I type that, it drives me nuts. Fucking uh, autocorrect does not like swearing. And I got this new iPhone for work. It does not understand. I hate the damn thing. iPhones, one of the worst. Yeah, it's all proprietary. They all. Oh, man, I wish they would just... Like, Google's got the voice shit down to a science. Alexa's pretty good, too, I guess. No, she didn't say anything. Alexa? I'm not sure about that. Oh, God. Alexa, how much does an Alexa cost? The top search result for Alexa is Echo. Second generation, charcoal fabric. It's $147.74 total, including tax. Stop. Thanks, Alexa. Stop. Like Stop. Well, that was Alexa. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Now we can never say the word Alexa. <coughs> Alexa. Stop. No, Alexa, shut up. Shut the fuck up. Oh, no. Alexa, stop. Hey, there we go. Don't say that word. Yeah, we can. And what's the, the lead singer of Children of Bodom? What's his name? Alexa Leho? 
Oh my god. Ah <laughs> 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 oh, man, she's got she's got good ears. She's got good ears. Okay, she's off. So uh speaking of interviewing bands, me and Jonas that we fought like a uh, year ago it was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a couple of months ago we're finally uh getting finally about to ready to release this i'm and, not ready for that email to that pr guy because he's like oh let me know when it's released yeah i know we'll i know we're just, and we're i'm like gosh we i'll be like we're dragging our feet because we're changing blah 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 yeah, we're with a new look branding and start you starting a new job and it's been a real I had to fight with that audio too. Yeah, we so it's uh we so anyway, let's start from the beginning. So we did a recording. We went to Toronto a few about a, two months ago to go see the Enslaved Decibel tour and we interviewed Chemis and really good dudes, really good man, one of the best shows of the night for sure. Oh yeah. And uh, so we were, did an, uh, a really good interview with those guys. One of the best Doom bands going right now, for sure. And uh, you'll you'll see people. We we did it right in front of the lineup, right in front of the front doors to the venue, in front of the whole lineup so of people. So the way uh, the way my mic works is it 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 picks everything up, so, and it's super sensitive, uh, designed for in closed areas. It drowns out. It's it's supposed to drown out background noise. But when you have a wet street, uh, downtown Toronto, downtown Toronto, a lineup of people, some weird dude dragging a big metal gate on the ground. Yeah, the guy with a bike. The guy, the dude, the three people that crossed. It was just <laughs> the audio was awful. It was an adventure. And I'm gonna apologize in advance, or. I apologize. I don't know. It's not that bad. You're under. You're overselling it. But yeah, it's like it's it. It's, it, it's well, a this, good interview. Okay, so here's the worst part of it is there was a band inside testing, and it it picked up the like the low frequencies. And I'm pretty sure I know what band it was too. Because it was yeah, just the worst. <laughs> yeah. Um, the worst in the throne room. The, the worst in the throne room. <laughs> uh, anyways, I got it mostly cleaned up, but I apologize if the audio is a little shitty. We'll try to avoid that. I think from now on we're going to use a portable. Yeah, we thought it would be better just to not have them have to worry about holding a mic. And and you know what? Because um, it, worked, it, worked, it works good when we do it inside. Inside but, is fine. Yeah. Also, I learned a trick afterwards that I'm going to be able to use now. So in the future, it'll be better. Because I could have just sat there with the mic off or the mic on for a minute. Yeah. And audition is so good. I could have highlighted that entire. Yeah, that's what you got to do. You always thing. Gotta, yeah. And then it'll be like seek this these waves and delete yeah. them. And it, I tested it. Yeah, it works out great. It works amazing. That's why you always record a minute of yeah of sound I'm wherever you're going to do that. Yeah. But the the cards were stacked against us in that one because they're such a they're like they were the f- first band on the bill, so they don't have access to the PR rooms. Yeah, because all like enslaved. And they had and they had they had just done an interview before us, and um, yeah, and it was just uh, to but, be honest with you, we should have stayed in the back there, but yeah, by the bus. Yeah, but it was it was a nice spot to do it. Just the sound was too bad. Anyway, what are we what are we bitching for? It was a fine interview. It was a great interview. Yeah, they're it, super cool guys. 
Usually when you have like four guys in one interview. Yeah, if tough. I'm interviewing a band, I like to interview one guy, maybe two. But man, we they yeah. everybody had a say, everybody had answers. Yeah. It was good. Good guys. Yeah. Awesome set. Yeah. Uh the breathed, probably the best song ever written <laughs> yeah if you look at jason's <laughs> itunes since that show it's like only the bereaved and only the bereaved <laughs> by chemist yeah it'll be like chemist like two three two two plays 17 <laughs> 1700 yeah i can't get over how it's just haunting like, yeah, i don't know it's so it's such I'm, a moving song i'm in such a doom thing right now oh my god i'm into like to. october tide and what and obviously the bereaved by chemist i'm into that i still haven't listened to the other chemist album though oh my god it's so good that and i've been listening to a ton of yob and a ton of bellwitch i cannot wait for that yob bellwitch show in toronto that's gonna be a heavy doomy doomy show man a 17 minute song on that show is gonna be like we're gonna play a short one here fast one (laughs) yeah so yeah we're in on that what are we in on that i haven't uh it's not till july so i haven't messaged nobody yet okay who else who else is on that one it's just yob and bellwitch that's it yeah well i mean they both play like two hour sets probably so yeah i don't have you noticed a lot of the bands now are moving away from the big tours not the big tours but like the sound academy and the opera house yeah like Tears playing at some other small one. Garrison, I think. Yeah, and and who else? There was one I just saw that was playing at a like. Well, Sound Academy is a big venue. Or sorry, it's called not called that anymore. It's called uh, uh something. I can't remember. It used to be called Pulse and Pier back in the day. Yeah, and then it was the Docks. And then it was the Docks. And then it was Sound Academy. And then it was now it's like, Rebel. 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 Yeah. Rebel. That's what it's called now. Toronto venues, folks. Pretty cool. Yeah, the bands don't remember them worth shit. No, but we do. They're not remarkable. The Opera House is my favorite venue in Toronto, I think. Yeah, it's cool. It's small as hell, though. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I think, to be honest with you, I think the Phoenix is mine. But the Opera House is small, but it feels big. Like, this stage is cool. Like, I've seen some big bands. I've seen Flogging Molly there. I've seen I've seen Zayo there. You know, the biggest band in the, ever. Biggest I, band in Virginia. Yeah. I've seen Cannibal Corpse there seen like a lot of big bands I've seen in that place so do 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 anyway without further ado yeah enough, mm-hmm. not enough of us rambling let's hear me rambling with with four dudes from chemists yeah here's the interview we'll see you on the other side Welcome to the Bludgeoning Podcast with Chemist. You guys want to introduce yourselves? Yeah, I'm Finn, I play guitar and do vocals. I'm Phil, I sing and play guitar. I'm Zach, I play drums. Dan, I play bass. Welcome to uh, Canada. Thanks. This is your guys' first tour in Canada, right? Yes, yeah. So you guys were in Montreal last night, right? Uh, two nights ago. Two nights ago, yeah. how was that? It was amazing. Awesome. It was awesome, it's great. Yeah, Montreal. You know, Quebec is all about the Canadian metal scene, is all about Quebec, but we go pretty good here, too. But. I believe, I mean, I guess we'll see. Yeah, but, you know, you guys party pretty good there. It was, it was good. Yeah, well, right? party pretty good. We ate a lot of the tin, so yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Not really. 
it's not super dissimilar, yeah. I guess. I think it's a lot of things, right? I think it's always it's heavier, heavier, but yeah. it's still more Totally, totally. I think a lot of it is just that it, you know, taste you know, sort of cycles in, yeah. you know, in a given culture. It just happens to be a moment where people are like, yeah, I want to hear some heavy metal, some like classic hard rock kind of stuff. Uh, that's what I want, that's what I need in my life. Right? And then you can actually kind of party through it. Like, yeah, like, exactly. Cool, man. <laughs> and so, your first album, one would describe as fairly depressing. You know what I mean? There's sure. a lot of like, and then the second one, Hunted, is not quite as bad. You know what I mean? It's like writing all this like heavy, depressing stuff is a way on you playing it all the time. I think uh, it's liberating. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, I think you have to be, you know, it requires a certain amount of emotional investment. For yeah. sure. Yeah. But it's, it's also healthy to get that stuff out, you know? Right, if you're just like thinking about that kind of shit all the time, that fucks you up, I think, more than like expressing it. Right. So when you can get out on the stage and put it all out there. Yeah. yeah. But uh, we were talking to the band Sale, uh, if you know them, but yep. they were, uh, their whole first album was about the death of his brother. Uh, okay. But I was asking them, like, this 20 years later, you're still singing these songs, so is that hard to do? No, it's very good, so. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. But uh, the song is a Yeah. What's the story behind it? Um, I've talked about it before. I don't really know if I want to repeat the whole thing again. I'm not sure if it was a mistake or not to talk about it for a second. Let's give the broad, the broad paint. Anyway. It sounds like you, you cut your song off. I, it has to do with like an experience where I broke my jaw and almost bit the end of my tongue off. Uh, because of like essentially like an overdose, uh, okay. and like uh, just kind of like that experience and like sort of what it felt like, and I don't know. It was kind of like one of those moments in my life that kind of got me interested in wanting to play this kind of music in the first place, because I essentially like felt like I had died and just had this crazy experience, and it kind of just I don't know. It sort of when we wrote that song as a band, and like I wrote those lyrics, I was really like, this is what the band is. And uh, so the song is really important to me because of that. Um, yeah, I don't know, and I think that that's kind of the first song that we wrote as a band that, sounds, that sounded like, like Chemist, you know? That was the first song we wrote on Rap Solution. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. And even if you listen to our demo of that song, it's really not that different. Which you shouldn't do. That. <laughs> no, absolutely not. But you know, it does make sense. You'll never find us. So I read an interview with you guys where, I don't know if it's accurate, but how um, you guys got really sick of being asked about drugs all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's accurate? Yep. Yeah, basically. Because like, I feel like with Doom, you get lumped in with weed and being from Denver. And it's not the Denver. And that's it, too. That, like, when people talk about or write about Increasingly, it seems like even think about Denver. All I think about is fucking pot. Yeah, I'm like, we're all so sick of it. Like, the people that live in Denver that smoke pot didn't start doing it at the moment it was legal. Yeah. And it's it's not like when pot became legal, suddenly bands started getting together. Like, and also doing it. Right, exactly. Like, and we were already, like, all working to make these sounds and sort of create these music identities for ourselves. And if anything, it's just like the sort of influx of trust fund people and, 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 and rich people and bullshit, like, being asked about weed all the time, or the, the sort of changes uh, connected to the, the weed industry, where we don't feel like it takes away from the conversation about legitimate music. 
I actually smoked less weed now that it's legal. Yeah. Just like, yeah. yeah. You were like, I can't remember the last time I got high yeah. the other day. <laughs> like, I, I find it's like, I don't know about you guys, but when I hear certain comedians and writers like Kevin Smith and Doug Benson who start smoking weed in their 30s, yeah. talking like about how weed is this fucking great thing that's going to save your life. Yeah. And everyone, all of us who are like smoking here like 14, 15 years Exactly, like, oh, yeah. It's, uh, look, it's I'm, not, I'm not saying what I do or do not do. No, of so. course. <laughs> but it's like, it's just, it don't treat like it's just fucking yeah. savior of your life. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you don't write good, better music because of your faith. No, no, you don't. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's something people have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but it, if anything, it makes you like less focused and less able to really yeah. put a lot in than thinking about a song. You know, oh, it's yeah. my experience. No, I agree. So on the on this tour, you guys are playing a new song, right? Yeah. What's our new album coming out? June twenty second. June twenty second. Uh, twenty bucks spin in North America. Nuclear blast worldwide. What's the title? I can't tell you yet. Just, just, what's the name of the song you're playing tonight? Isolation. Isolation. Is that going to be out on release before the album comes out? Or? I don't know. Yeah. Probably. Uh, yeah, yeah. It'll probably be a single. It'll probably be the lead single. It's like the shortest song on the album. It's probably the most straightforward. So it's only like eight minutes? <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like four and a half. <laughs> yeah, about four oh, and a half. So it's like a grind song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, it is. This is our pop stick. <laughs> yeah, so it's actually just yeah, blast beats the whole time. Right. Yeah. It's, it's your you suffer. Right? It, it, that's right. Our you suffer is four and a half minutes long. So I was going to ask you on this tour. Is it kind of weird opening on a tour where you can, all your songs are so long? You only play like three, four songs on tour. It's like not yeah. yeah. You think about cutting them down? Or? It's really difficult. I mean, it always has been for us. Anytime we're playing, kind of a support slot. Um, just because of the links in our songs, we probably would be surprised at how much time we spend on measuring songs and figuring out sample lengths and all of those things. So it's, it's a challenge, but we got a set that's like exactly as long as we're supposed to play. And we think it's strong. Right. We'd love to play more for some, you know, some of the people who like to hear more, but um, what we yeah. do, you know, we get a good chance to see a great tour. Yeah, exactly. And it's just that you guys are alone on that on this tour. Yeah, right. Every band, right? I think every band plays these long songs except for the record. Everyone else is like yeah, five sure. songs. Yeah, 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 right, right, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. All right, guys. Well, thanks for doing hey, this. One, one, more, one more question. Sure. It's your first time coming to Toronto, right? Yeah. You guys familiar with the band Boots of Equate? Yeah. 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 They're like, they're from here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're they're around, from yeah. around here. They're from a small town, but. Okay. They're like, Canada's like, dude. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're legendary. Was, was his, was his, his, his death was like a huge thing. Yeah, for yeah, yeah, for like, sure. Was that like even, were they popular down where you guys were from? Because here we're kind of in this bubble of sure. bands yeah. that are like popular here, and then we're like, oh, they weren't even like, very popular here. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. But actually, my, my brother is a big fan yeah. of that band. So yeah, when he died, it was, yeah. I they definitely kind of talked about it, you know, yeah. like it was news for us. Like it was crazy going, like, if you're a Doom band yourselves, like, a lot of the songs that he wrote kind of predicted, like, how he was going to go. Sure, yeah. I know it's just happenstance, but it's just yeah. really crazy when something like that happens. Oh, absolutely. It seems like that's been the case with a lot of these musicians that we've yeah. seen go pretty recently. You know, like that David Bowie record. It's all over. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. just he's basically telling you, like, yeah, he's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I learned from him, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just, I was just he, about to say He that. definitely wanted it to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I'm glad you're repping some Canadian content. That's right. We have that 30% Canadian content, so we're probably not. We're not quite there. Now we're at 25. We're on here, too. He gets us up. You're Gotta go. Bye. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Have a good show tonight. And we're live. And we're live. That's what Joe Rogan starts every single podcast. Three, two, one, and we're live. I'm like, I feel like I am like way behind the times. Like it's 2018, and I'm like, like just I getting in. Listen to like Rogan. my first like three or four Joe Rogan episodes. Yeah, he has like a thousand and a hundred or eleven hundred. Yeah, I think he's like, no, he's like just at a thousand now. I think or no, he's, I don't know. Yeah, he's close to eleven hundred. I don't know. I I pick and choose. I've listened. I to watched like, or I listened to the Dan Carlin one. Yeah, it was pretty good. Really good, man. Really good. Did that story about him going to. Uh, like the U.S. government. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. That was really crazy. That guy is... How does he not, like, have a degree? Like, how is he know. not a historian? He's just a journalist. Who, yeah, who just... Who knows like, more than anyone about history. Well, he just reads a lot and just basically just reads what he reads. Did you listen to the new episode, Painful Attainment, the I, new Dan Carlin? No, I haven't. You don't have seven hours to listen to a podcast no, episode? No, man. Sorry. Man. Well, I do, but... My friend Greg watches Jocko... Jocko podcast. I try to listen to podcasts when I'm working out, but I just lose, I lose my, like, I lose track. Do you ever, do you ever listen to Jocko? No. My friend listens to Jocko, and, like, every week it's, like, a six-hour fucking episode. Anyways, we just came back from the chemist interview. Oh, yeah. I should say that. Yeah, we're just, but we're back from the chemist interview. Hope you enjoyed that. Definitely listen to them. Check out both their albums, and they've got a new album coming out pretty soon, as we talked about in the interview. Uh, they didn't have a date yet or a title because they weren't allowed to say. Well, they did, but they did have that stuff, but they just didn't tell us. Yeah. Yeah, they have it, but they're not allowed to say what it is. I can pretty much guarantee you it's not about drugs. Yeah. So. I really I thought I thought it was really cool that this band that has done a lot of drugs, clearly, because they said, and, yeah. and um, writes very drug-friendly music, is like... Man, it's pretty fucking lame to think that you need to do drugs to do drugs to like write good doom music. There's like a whole there's like a whole genre of that. Like sludge. Yeah. Right? Sleep, sleep and dope smoker and all that shit. I'm not a fan honestly of the of the weed mu- like the weed metal. Yeah, I can't like you know what I I like I mean, I love gimmicks. Yeah. Gimmicks are awesome. Yeah. I'm just I'm not into it. I like um <laughs> I like Cannabis Corpse not because of their music but because their album title their their song title puns are so funny. You ever seen these before? No. You know what Cannabis Corpse is, yeah, right? I yeah, I know who they are. Okay. Their their song titles are so funny. Oh my god. And their merch is so good too. Uh <laughs> Mummified in bong water. <laughs> Chronic lith. Gateways to inhalation. <laughs> They're all like rips on Cannibal yeah, Corpse songs, right? That's funny. Uh, baptized in bud. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, lunatic of pot's creation. <laughs> uh, Skullful of bong hits. Oh, man. <laughs> that's my favorite one. <laughs> Belief grow lights thou lie. <laughs> Addicted to hash in a tin. <laughs> I come, bud. 
insane. I'm not really a big pun fan, but metal pun, sign me up. <laughs> Baptized in butt. <laughs> so yeah, uh, we're going to get to our first... Uh, we're going to start doing a theme on this show is reviewing a, a new album every week. Yeah, we'll finish this episode off with a review. We're going to finish every episode off, hopefully, with a review of a new album. New-ish. Or New-ish album. New to maybe us. we'll do New some, to us. Maybe we'll do some classics. Some old ones. Maybe we'll do some like famous. We used to do that like as the Wanderers too. Yeah. Like I would pick one for Colin and he'd pick one for me. Yeah. It kind of like forced us out of our comfort zone for music. It was kind of good. So let me find a pen so we can actually like keep track here. Do you have a Uh, We're in an office slash bedroom. So is there a pen in that drawer? There's wires. Got wires. Got batteries. Dude. We don't believe in pens. Oh, oh here's a pen. I found a pen. Found a pen. I found a pen too. Found a nicer pen. My pen's nicer than your pen. No, it's definitely not. This one's made out of wood. Fair enough, your pen. Oh yeah, your pen is <laughs> fucking nice. Holy shit! <laughs> you definitely weren't kidding. Your pen is way nicer than my pen. All right, where's a piece of paper? Uh, you just had one in your hand. It's uh, not a piece of paper. It's Amazon. An Amazon Echo. Duck. There's a printer right there. There's a leaf. No, there's a thing right there. Oh, God. This is some high-quality tent right here. Okay, so we have 10 minutes to do this before we have to call for our next guest. Maybe we won't be able to finish it. Fuck it. We'll cut all this. Okay, we'll cut to the album review. We'll put that in, but we're going to do it later. Yeah. Okay. That's a note for Jason. Yeah. Hey, Jason. Hey, future Jason. How are you? Guys, 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 you're looking for a good time. Guys, 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 are you ready for some love? Guys, 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 you're looking for a good time. Guys, 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 are you ready for some love? What are you? <clears throat> Welcome back into the show. Really big shoe. Really big shoe. I so, guess we can move back in. We're down, man. Good old chair here. He wasn't there before. Jason, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah. He was never there to begin with. We just have a friendly chair. Trying to make peace with these guys. (laughs) We don't get along. Yeah, we've had a lot of... As big men, we've had a lot of problems with chairs in the past. This guy, he doesn't like Colin, but... What's his name? I don't know. Um, Oh, what was the villain's name from The Tick? His face was a chair. I swear to God. Is that the new Amazon tick? No, Have it you was the old, that? old cartoon. Have you watched that? I started to. It's awful. The guys that are in it are really good, though. Dude, they they had to they had to go back to David Putty, whoever that is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. What's he, his name? He's great. The guy from the Enterprise yeah. commercials. <laughs> yeah. The dude who's friends with Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, he's, I mean, I mean, I don't really like any superhero or anything. Can't but wait the for... tick, it's 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 supposed it's to be like tongue in cheek. It's a parody. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Infinity War can't wait. I take it you're going to see that opening. No, now. I just don't. I just don't care. I'm not a big Marvel guy. Did you, you see Black know? Panther? No. I watch them when they come out. I don't go to see it. I don't go to the theaters for anything. Marvels. I don't go to the theater for. And you know what? <clears throat> I'm fucking done. <clears throat> with DC they fucking shit the bed so hard 
So you don't like any comic book <clears throat> movies that if you don't like no. Marvel, you don't, well, I and like, DC is right I there. fucking like comics, but dude, I was always Batman, Superman guy growing up. <clears throat> I watched the Batman animated series, watched the Superman animated series. Oh, so you were the one. What? <laughs> that watched the Batman anime. <clears throat> that's, that's a joke because everyone watched that. Yeah, no shit. But I'm just saying. I, and Mark Hamill. Yeah, it wasn't. I don't know. And then I loved the movies. I do. Yeah. But they're fucking. I'm. They're, they banged my head against the wall. You know what it's I mean? Too much. Yeah. <clears throat> too much. I never liked any of that stuff. But do you know what I am excited for, and what I do like? I need to watch this weekend. WrestleMania, baby. Oh God. Sunday. You know what? Sunday you night. You know what? I think John Cena is gonna be. Just like The Rock. Oh yeah, he's gotten that mood. You know, you know who he's facing at Mania this Sunday. I don't mean in wrestling. I no, I know, but he's in two movies that are coming out right now. Yeah, and he is in one of the biggest matches at Mania facing The Undertaker. I think he's hilarious. He's so talented, dude. And you know what? I've been a wrestling fan for a long time, and people that like wrestling don't like John Cena because Why? because he's like. <clears throat> He's John Cena. He's he's for kids, right? His whole thing is for kids, and he's this like really boring white meat guy. And for a while there, it was really annoying because it was always John Cena. It was like the joke was "Lol, Cena wins," super yeah. and super Cena. It was really boring, and people were just so sick of John Cena. But when John Cena's gone, you're like, holy shit, I miss John yeah. Cena. <clears throat> he's just so he's just such a. A charismatic dude, and he's not like that in like the movies. He's raunchy and weird. Yeah, for and he kind of is too in in um, in wrestling. He used to be raunchy and in wrestling. I don't know. He's like, uh, anyways moving. I on. could talk about, but yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go home watch the Hall of Fame. I'm gonna watch a lot of wrestling this weekend. I tell you, a lot of it. Anyway, so we're gonna get back into our. We're keeping this as a weekly tradition on the show here. Yeah, I think the <clears throat> I think it's a good idea. We did last week. We did um, uh, Rivers of Nile. No, next week. Next week. Next week. Yeah, next, next week, week, week we'll do R- Rivers of Nile. Right. Just forget that we said that. We're we're certainly not recording <laughs> these on the same day. Jason does wears the same shirt every day. Yeah, yeah. Well. Sometimes I do. If I don't go outside and I don't have anything to do, there's no point. <laughs> What's that name of that Earl Sweatshirt album? I don't go outside, I don't do shit. Yeah, you don't like hip hop, right? No. Anyway, so we're talking about the new Kalma album. I can't I didn't even know the name of it. It just came out today. Probably something to do with swamps. Nope. Well maybe. I'm bring uh, Palo. 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 Probably means swamp in Finnish. I don't know. You want me to look it up? Um, it just came out today, and there's reviews on it from like two days ago. Yeah, because they get early releases. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. On Spike Farm Records. So uh, we're gonna go through it track by track. Um, <laughs> there's a guy whose name, I kid you not, is Marco Paolo. <laughs> and he's a retired professional ice hockey player who played in the Finnish Elite League. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty uh, much guarantee you the album is not against Beth. Palo in Finnish. This is some great fucking 
content. It means fire. It means fire, not swamp. God damn it. So. They probably had to have fires in swamps to live there. Um. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, first track on the album. Uh, I listened to this today. It came out on Spotify this morning. So I listened to it this morning. Not cool enough to get advanced like some of these people, I guess. Or maybe they got illegal versions. Who knows? But uh, I listened to it this morning on my way home from work. But I can't believe that was this morning. It feels like forever ago. You have have you slept? I slept for about four hours this afternoon. I worked eighty four hours this week. I Seven will, twelve hour oh days. Oh my god. You're nuts. I know. Um I woke up at four thirty today. This afternoon? No, four thirty in the morning. Oh my god. And I went to the gym and then I came here and went to the gym. Did you sleep again? No, I didn't. I'm not I'm not even tired. I'm extremely tired. I slept for like three and a half hours. I'm a little hours. sore, but that's it. Then I had to take a shit. That I would have kept sleeping if I didn't have to take a shit. Okay, so I don't know if you want to talk about taking a shit on this show. <laughs> but I was out slaying at my parents' place, and they got this new toilet that is like a mix between a squatty potty and a toilet. Well, I don't even know what the first one is. A squatty potty is like a t- kind of toilet they use in, mo- in most places in the world. It's just a hole in the ground that you squat over. Why do your parents have that in their house? Because it's like the natural way to take a shit. It's a squat. It's like a natural way. To ha- like my parents are hippies, All right? And it's like it's oh, like okay. natural way for you to take a shit. But you get to sit. But but this one you get raised a bit. You get to sit. So basically, your feet are up. You, there's this ledge you put your feet on, and the toilet is the same height, but your your legs go up, and. It's the most comfortable shit I've ever taken about. Oh, I could have stayed on that thing for an hour, man. All right. Anyway. That is enough shit talk. Not enough shit talk. <laughs> uh, so the first track on the album, Blood Ran Cold. Um, did you listen, to the, you listen to this album today? Yeah. I'm not going to be able to tell you You're track not going to go track. track names. This track was really good. It was awesome. I, it was a great kickoff to the album. Um, I'm not gonna. I like. I've only listened to it once or twice. Um, I really like this one. There's a lot of sing-along jams on it. The fucking guitar solo on this song is a ten out of ten. It's insane. It's so good. Um, next song, track number two, "The Evil Kin." I don't know. I don't know what this song's about. I think it might be about Jesus in some way. Cause he's. I didn't see like my initial listen to this. I was working out, so I don't have, like, usually with Kalma or, or those bands from Finland, I'll sit down and listen a bunch of times, read the lyrics, and yeah, I haven't had the chance to do that yet, so I'm, I'm kind of uninformed on this. So this will be a really good review. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Super formulated. Super formulated, super legit. Completed. If yeah. you, uh, like, if you're in Kalma. Not Kalm- biased at all, because. Like, if you're in Kalma, you're going to be like. Fuck these guys. That Jason guy knows his shit. That <laughs> Jason guy knows his shit. Never fucking talking to him again. I tell you that. <laughs> uh, evil... Actually, Jonas knows his shit. Yeah. Literally. Uh, evil Ken, I really like this song. Again, like every single one of these songs has a fucking bitchin' guitar solo on it. Like, I, I'm not super familiar with Kalma's work. Um, They've been around for a long time. I like. I never really listened to a lot of Mellow Death. That was my jam when I was in. Yeah, it was school. never really my thing. I'm starting to get into it now. Like I'm starting to listen to a lot of Insomnia, a lot of uh, Dark Tranquility. I loved In Flames back in the day, 
and that. have you checked out uh, Eternal Tears of Sorrow yet? No, I haven't. I think you'd like them. I should. It's like melodic black metal. Ooh, speaking my language. Uh, so then, uh, World of Rage, terrible. I mean, I didn't like this song at all. It's boring. See, I can't tell you. Like, I can't. Um, it's a Metallica style fucking album <laughs> song name world of rage <laughs> <laughs> sounds like something fucking james hetfield inhumane. wrote inhumane man unkind love is a four-letter word love is a oh man they suck <laughs> oh, Metallica. okay honestly i think one week on this show we should review uh saying anger hard or? hardwired to self-destruct no i think it would be fun man I think it would be fun. Okay, then uh, track number four. You're going to force me to listen to that shit. It'd be, it's fun. It's fun to listen to bad shit. No. Um, this is the best song on the album. Track number four, Into the Black Marsh. Really good song. Some great uh, chants going on in this. I think that there's a, a lot of the songs on this album are going to be some great live songs. Really good. Really fun. Um, I don't know. Have you seen Kalma live? No. The, um super salty about that yeah I, I honestly i know i know nothing about them but there were it was the point where like i was i was kind of backing off from metal shows and i just wasn't checking them out and i missed them they did come around okay why well, and I, if i would have fucking went to that show i would have seen woods of ypres it was calma and woods of ypres yeah god damn i know no no you're wrong it was woods of ypres and agaloc and Kalma. Really? Yeah. God damn. God damn. Yeah, fuck yeah, it was. I should have I should have been at that. I know. <laughs> God damn it. Um Okay, so <laughs> there's no point in going through the track by track if you're I don't yeah. If you I have can't. no I can't. Uh if you're not gonna contribute anything like a sack of shit. <laughs> um Go fuck yourself. Uh, you're listening to it while you're in the gym sculpting that fucking bod. Uh, okay, so carving away the so, fucking okay, so if trash. You're, so what are you <laughs> carving <laughs> away the trash? Uh, so what are your kind of first general impressions of the album? I'm super biased. Yeah, I anything Kalma, I'm just gonna automatically dig. Yeah, like I know it, they have a sound. They so they they came on to the scene very rough around the the edges. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of they kind of like tried to innovate a bit, and they had some really fucking weird albums. But then they found this this really good, heavy, like a super heavy melodic death metal sound, and they've stuck with it. And I really dig it. So yeah, Seven Swampany was really it good. was a masterpiece. And so like they haven't really been around that long, only since two thousand, as Kalma. That's eighteen years. My entire music life. Swamp Song is a great album. I was eleven. I was listening to my dad's classic rock when he was drinking at that point. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's true. Eighteen years. We're, yeah, that, we're that's like the beginning of my musical listening. Yeah, yeah, same. So, um, it's very, uh, it's a very standard. Yeah. Uh, mellow death album. It's almost. Finished it's mellow like death. it's it's a clone of Seven Swamp. Thing. Um, I'm not, I'm not super familiar with a lot of their um material. Do they have a, Do they have that synthy keyboard in all their shit? Yeah, it sounds like 
It sound it kind of sounds it, bow to me, wait, but not really. It might not be in their very early stuff. And then there was those weird albums where it things got a little weird. <laughs> I don't know, because I kind of stay away from that. Those ones, the early ones. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is in there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like it. I'm not against it at all. And I really like the clean piano in it. Yeah. Like, I, I'm very new to Kalma. I, I almost know nothing. I've listened to Seventh Swamphony a few times in Swamp Song. Just from being around you. Like, I rarely ever put it on by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I dig it. It's very Finnish mellow death. It's, it doesn't stray much from the path. No. It's very bow to me. It's very insomnium-like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's good. I have no problem. They're a little with faster. For than, sure. Than Insomnium. Maybe not as fast as Bodum, but... But their guitarist, I think, is better than... It's Alex- like a good balance between Bodum and Insomnium. I think their guitarist is better than Alexi Leho. I'm sorry. The, some of the solos on this album are incredible. They're incredible. Um, yeah. Uh, they... The I, I, I like the synth in this better than in Children of Bodum. And I, I think this is a fucking great album. <laughs> I, I know I'm sounding like I know it didn't sound like I was gonna be into it, but this is a fucking great album. But there's one thing holding it back: the production on this is fucking terrible. They've never had great production. It's awful. The vocals are barely even audible. They have these great chanting parts, and you can barely understand what he's saying. No, I know they've never had. They've never ever had it. They've never had good. Like I feel like this album is just begging just like begging for a big budget studio a big budget studio to mix this thing maybe they could go hang out with winter sun and they're fucking yeah million dollars yeah like i don't know if like i don't know like if they just if that's the sound they're going for or if do you think they can't afford it do you think yari's actually building those headquarters he's just swimming in cash from winter sun i don't know you don't know what happened? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. They started about. a fucking... They dumped their record label and they started a crowdfunding to build a studio for themselves in like a Winter Sun Center and they made it all. Really? Yeah. Million dollars. Yeah, it was like it was like 800 euro, 800,000 euros or something. Holy shit. I know. And they're building a giant studio in Finland. Yeah. Well, Calvin needs to get in there. I know. Because they should. Like, they should get them all together and get in there. Like, this band is talented as hell. I think that they could easily be just as big, if not bigger, than Children of Bodom if they had the resources. Well, they kind of underground they are. Like, they've... I, I'm not saying they're, like, not this huge band, but they could be... They could be big, I'm telling you. Like, this... This is a great album, and it's like fine under the radar. I'm wondering if they're they're one of the bands who are kind of held down by day jobs. Maybe because they don't tour like they very rarely tour outside of Europe. Yeah, and that's probably because they have jobs. I mean, lack of funding, maybe lack of money to produce the album. Like I don't know why Spine Shank Records or whatever it is that put it out. I think it was Spine Shank. Spine Farm, I mean. <clears throat> yeah, Spine Farm put it out. Well, Spine Farm, that was Bodum's. Yeah, first. yeah, Bodum's label. And they have, like, a lot of big bands on there. Hail, oh, my God, Hailstorm's on there. <laughs> uh, Jones' favorite band. Oh, my God. Uh, but um, 
I don't know if it's just that they don't, they, this is the sound they're going for. This like, but I feel like those vocals need to be front and center. Uh, another thing, <clears throat> they like swamps. They like dirty, greasy sounds. So maybe that's what maybe, they're going maybe for. Maybe it is what they're going for. I just think that it's like, when I want a dirty, greasy sound, I want some black metal or some some 80s death or or some old school country that's what sounds good yeah. with that grungy mellow death needs to be crisp needs to be crisp yeah because there's so much happening yeah and mellow death needs to be crisp and those vocals are begging for it and uh, he's talented as fuck man he's he's got a great voice and i uh i'm just i'm disappointed because this album is has amazing bones Mm-hmm. And it's just it's just lacking in execution, I think. But let's go through um, let's go through it. Um, let's start, Jason, with you. Uh, album artwork. I didn't really look. Well, there you go. I mean, yeah, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> I don't really know what it is. I think it's, it's a like swamp. a giant. Swamp totem with a bunch of dead people. Yeah, I'll give that you know, seven. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? It's arbitrary. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, mus- musicianship. Uh, eight. Makes sense. Uh, brutalness. I mean. They live in the swamp. That's yeah. Pretty brutal. I'll give them an eight. It's pretty, pretty, pretty fucking brutal. <laughs> All of Finland's a swamp. It is. Uh, production. No. <laughs> <laughs> they, they've never, I'll give them a five on that. Five? Draw them down the line. Cause I like the music and it, it kind of fits. It kind of fits like the, the grunginess. Of the the content. Yeah. Lyrics. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. We'll leave, we'll leave this one because we, it, the album is too new for me to have gone through the lyrics yeah. good enough. Um, this is just a general first listen um, yeah. kind of thing. Uh, so general opinions on your first listen. I liked it. I'll give it an eight. I'll give it an eight. All right. Uh, album artwork, I'm, I'm going to give it a... It's pretty fucking crude drawing. It's a swamp with a bunch of fucking dead bodies and some bones and a totem, yeah. I'm gonna get a six. It's not that cool. I like it. Uh, musicianship. Um, the keyboard is cool, but the star of this album is the guitar. <laughs> like, the bass playing is okay. There's like a... Re- like every, pretty much every song they give a solo. I don't know if that's a thing they always do, but pretty much at least everyone has at least one solo on one song. Like, you know what I mean? Not every song has a solo, yeah. but like every song features a, a solo by somebody and the guitar solos are all fucking 10 out of 10s. They're incredible. I don't know if that's like, if they're known for their guitar yeah, playing, are. but yeah. holy fuck, the dude can rip. Um, but everything else is pretty mediocre. Um, I'm going to give it an eight for musicianship. Uh, brutalness. I mean, yeah, they're fucking living in a swamp. <laughs> the The vocals are fucking great. They're heavy as balls. They are. Um, yeah, brutal. Fucking, fucking brutal. <laughs> That's an eight. 
production, fucking a two. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kalma. I love you guys and I want to see you live, but I don't. I'm sorry if you produce it yourself, but get a better producer, please, because yeah. this this is begging for some to sound great. And uh, in general, I, I I'm gonna listen to it on my way home. Honestly, like I really like it and I want to love it. So I'm going to yeah. give it an eight. I'm going to give it an eight. So, uh, so at a six, eight, talk of talks amongst yourself. Okay. Uh, eight, uh 16, what? 24, 29. Jonas is doing some math. This is all filler. Um, I don't know what to say. Uh, pen, sing, sing that, a song. The pen's working pretty good. I don't sing. Well, I do, but I suck. And I only sing. How does this make a lick of sense? What? I yeah. gave it a higher score than you, but my production was a 2 out of 10. I gotta do this again. 8, 16, 24, 26, 30. Oh, yeah, I'm just bad at math. <laughs> 32 out of 50, so. 64 out of 100. Yeah. 68 out of 100. It's a 68. That's about right. I think that's about right, eh? So that's seven. Yeah. That's six point. No, let's round up. Let's round up. That's seven. That's seven. That's seven Vargs out of 10. Yeah. Seven Vargs. Not too bad. Yeah. Seven Swamp Monsters. Yeah. That makes sense. That's also, I would, if that was an IMDb rating, I would watch that. I would watch that as well. I maybe wouldn't buy it on DVD. I'd ne- well, I would never buy anything on DVD. No, me either. I don't understand why anyone would ever buy anything Wait. on DVD. Lord of the Rings. We could talk, do you like, you're, are you a Lord of the Rings fan? I am. I'm very confused about this new Amazon thing. Yeah, they're doing they're redoing the whole thing. They're, they just spent $10 billion bucks <clears throat> or something like that to make a Lord of the Rings TV show. But no one knows what it's going to be about. But they're calling it Lord of the Rings. So is it just a Tolkien universe or is it actually Lord of the Rings? I don't understand. I don't know. Like, is it going to be Silmarillion shit? Is it going to be some Tom Bombadil? I hope, I hope it's not Silmarillion, because that's incomplete. Yeah, but there's some really cool stuff that could be in, like... Yeah, like the chanting people and, like... There's some cool shit stuff that could be in there, man. Like, like a, story, a, lot of, a lot of those Forgotten tale stuff would be really cool. Like, the... the uh, what was it? Where, like, the world... I don't know what they are. Are they, like, Titans or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Fighting? Yeah, yeah. That they they're the the ones who created the wizards. The creation of the wizards <clears throat> would be cool. Yeah, that was fucking. That's pretty badass. When I was reading that, I was like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> I know. It's, <laughs> it's, it's so cool. I need to actually. I need to try and read the Cimmerillion again. Yeah, it's a, it's a slog though, and like a lot of the Christopher Tolkien because it's on. It's like there's pace. The pacing is just brutal. Well, you know, Christopher Tolkien isn't. Um, he doesn't run the Tolkien. Um, anymore eh he doesn't run the well Tolkien. he's old as fuck yeah so it, it's not run by anyone i love else. how everyone's like yeah he's tolkien's son and you think like oh he's a younger guy he's like 90 <laughs> yeah. his dad fought in world <laughs> yeah, war one yeah yeah because <laughs> yeah. that explains some of that brutal darkness of of the of Mordor and so that his yeah. dad fought in World War One. J.R. Tolkien fought in World War One. Do you think he had he to like saw take some a message shit, across? Like he had a fellowship, and he could have just rode an eagle. 
Oh man, I saw the funniest meme on the internet. It's but they couldn't have ridden an eagle, right? Because I saw this meme. Remember Orange County Choppers? Yeah. Oh, I've seen that meme. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, the ISR. I want to fucking see. Oh him. yeah, <laughs> that's what I've been saying for years. People are always like, oh, the fucking eagle. No. Yeah, I have Sauron. Would have seen it. Shut that shit down <laughs> yeah. instantly. Anyways, uh, we got to wrap. Wrap yeah. it up. Wrap that's, it up. That's the end of that episode. Yeah. Welcome to full-time bludgeoning. Yeah, random bullshit where we're, we'll review an album and not know what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah, this one might seem a little jumbled because we fucking the first one. recorded it like in four different segments across four different times. But uh, Jason's wizardry behind the keyboard jason's gonna put on some power metal and yeah right and edit this bitch together to be a master put on calma <laughs> do that some swamp song yeah all right all peace right, out same bat time same bat channel as normal fuck you kevin smith <laughs>